0: Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for episode 13 of Let's Talk Touchdowns. It's great to have you with us. I am Morgan Edwards, and join with me for the journey, as ever, is Celio's premier goatee model, it's K. Ryan Hines. Yeah, how you doing?
1: I'm alright, thanks. How are you doing, Morgie? Yeah,
0: I'm good. I'm busy. It's, it's getting mm. to the end of term. Exams are coming um, up again.
1: Trust me, I feel that like, oh, I've never worked this hard in my life.
0: No, I, I know. It. It's just like, and online lectures as well. It makes everything oh, longer. Great.
1: Yeah, an hour lecture turns into two and hour lecture. Yeah. So I don't know how it works.
0: It's just because you end up like, pausing it and getting mm. distracted and it's so easy. Like, you find yourself on your phone and then you just pause your lecture because you don't want to miss anything like you can't do that in real life so you just have to suck it up don't you but um oh well I mean at least we've got the NFL to kind of to kind of keep us going through through these tough times. That is our master's degrees.
1: Yeah, uh, I do f- forget I'm in a master's degree, so I can't yeah. even complain. I did to myself, but as you said, we got NFL f- uh, to bring us through it.
0: So. We definitely do, and uh, it was Thanksgiving weekend, wasn't it? We uh, mm. we uh, we recorded episode twelve on, on the day of Thanksgiving last week. Um, again, not morning. that we not that we celebrate Thanksgiving over here, but we definitely do have a couple of uh, American listeners out there, so. Uh, Thank you for, for listening. And Happy
1: belated Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we'll jump straight into those games then, because obviously, yeah. you know, elephant in the room is that there were three games, and uh, the third of those got pushed back to Sunday, and then to Tuesday, and then to, to essentially Wednesday, wasn't it? Which is the yeah. the Ravens Steelers, and so essentially that happened last night for us is 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 the case, which is yeah. why we're recording it again on, on Thursday, um, and we'll chat about that because that's one of our predictions for the week, isn't it? Um, yeah. So we'll chat about that later. So we'll just chat about the. Uh, Thanks. Other two Thanksgiving games then. So, Lions 25, Texans 41, and Cowboys 16, Washington 41. Both teams who won score 41 points. Crazy day for it's Thanksgiving mad. games.
1: Um, uh, The Texans-Lions game, I think Matt Stafford, he didn't have a good game. He just did not have a good game. The Lions didn't have a good game at all. Mm. The Sean Watson just had a field day, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't play particularly well, but it's just because the Lions are... So awful that um, I think he was able to put forty-one points past them. But yeah. I was um, I was watching the game to start with, and um, Matt Stafford threw a pick-six in the first five minutes, mm-hmm. and um, I think the Texans went up two scores in the first quarter, and mm-hmm. it was just I, I texted you like this is going to be a bad game, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, a bad game for Lions and Stafford um, mm-hmm. just because of how it started, and it turned out that way.
0: Yeah, definitely, and obviously Matt, Matt Patricia, the coach, and uh, general manager Bob Quinn have both been sacked now following yeah. that game. So, Because um, uh, they've got so much talent in, in the Lions, I think. I don't think they're that bad of a team. They should, they're should they better than 4-7 and seven, at least, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Hopefully they can kind of turn it around. Obviously their season's pretty much done now. Um, but their talent is definitely wasted there, so I think those decisions, were, i.e. firing the coach yeah. and Jem, were, were good ones.
1: Well, um, I think I I forget that Matt um, Patricia was at, he was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, wasn't he, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In uh, Super Bowl era, so I'm not necessarily sure it's um, the coaching or the um, kind mm-hmm. of manag- managerial side. But again, I don't know what it is because, as you said, they're talented. They have they're talented. Matt Stafford's okay, and I I repeat, <laughs> Matt Stafford is okay. Uh, Kenny Galladay's good. And um, they have some other styles, especially the running backs. You you got Swift yeah. and um, Peterson, or Adrian Peterson still. Yeah. I really like him. So, yeah. um, so it's not working right. And I'm not necessarily sure it was the general manager, but I guess we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it, it could be that person could be a very good coach and they might just not be able to coach that specific team or it might be the game plan that they're trying to implement is good, but the way that he's getting it across isn't working with these with group of players. You know, it's kind of it's such a... Personal thing, isn't it? Being a coach, yeah. like it's it, it's more than just how good you are on paper, how good you are, were for a different team, and we see that in all kinds of sports as well. Um mm. but I mean the Washington Cowboys game that was exciting for Washington. Forty-one points scored for them. It's the uh, they've played one hundred twenty-two times these two teams. Obviously, they're in the same <laughs> division, so they play twice a season. And this yeah. is the most points that Washington have ever scored against Dallas.
1: It's probably the most points Washington scored for a long time.
0: <laughs> Yeah, quite possibly. And uh, Gibson, the the rookie running back, he had a field day. Three yeah, rushing touchdowns. Did. Insane. So
1: did uh, Teddy McLaurin. He went off. Mm. He absolutely went off. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Washington, Washington um, football team, they didn't do too badly. But the Cowboys, it's just sad to see. Um, did not play that much? I can't remember. Um,
0: uh, I, Pollard's taking over as the running back number one there, really, yeah. isn't he? So, um,
1: yeah. So, yeah, I was just wondering um, earlier... Uh, I don't remember hearing Zeke that much so like, no. like what's happened to Zeke is he just not
0: I don't know him, like, yeah
1: I, I don't really playing know. better or I don't know
0: it's interesting isn't it I, I think Zeke is obviously a phenomenal talent yeah but for whatever reason they're not playing him kind of maybe like a girly situation when he was at the Rams
1: mm.
0: you know when they yeah, stopped playing his last yeah. season yeah, yeah. Rams. so maybe you know I mean he just got paid though didn't he Zeke like recently yeah
1: and he's one of the best uh, running backs in the league but again Mm -hmm. as you said Todd Gurley was and you saw what happened there Mm -hmm. um, I think that it would be really um, stupid of the Cowboys to lose or let go of um, Zeke when they haven't got Dak as well because Zeke is um, Zeke is their one good thing at the moment Mm -hmm. or like the one thing that would help them win games and if they're not playing them I know Mm -hmm. Pard isn't terrible but Zeke is um, a lot better different
0: level yeah still yeah Mm.
1: so um, it's interesting they might just not want to get him injured just because they're obviously not going to make it to the playoffs they don't Mm -hmm. to Risk him um, playing and then getting injured, but at the same time, it's but just luckily, like you don't want to win
0: games. We know but, how tight the NFC East is, you know. So the Cowboys yeah. are in three and eight, but they're still what's like two wins behind the Giants. Yeah, that's what makes oh, it no.
1: more like um, confusing. Just because yeah. Zeke is a threat to all teams, so if you don't play him, then you you're you're, um, you're just asking for a loss.
0: Yeah, exactly. So obviously that was an NS- NFC East uh, matchup. And now we've got a new king of the NFC East, haven't we, Kay? The yeah, 4-7 sure. Giants. The <laughs> well, I mean, I've got a stat for you, okay? Yeah. So it was Bengals at 17, Giants at 19. So it's the third win on the trot for the Giants, I believe, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The last time that happened was the 2016 season. And yeah,
1: we made it to the playoffs. We made, sure. made
0: it to the playoffs that year. Made it to the playoffs <laughs> that year. It's happening, Kay. It's happening, I tell it's you. It's
1: happening. It is happening. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do if I don't know what to do myself if we made it to the playoffs. And like a uh well a losing streak or like a lo- yeah. losing kind record, yeah. Yeah, losing record. It'd be absolutely mad.
0: Imagine that. I mean what a way what a way to finish off the season of of our first season of podcasting if both of our teams <laughs> make it to the playoffs that would be Absolutely sensational. Uh, you know, the Giants, they might beat the fifth seed. And they might make it against the... Uh, they might end up playing the Saints. they do, you know. Could Who knows, do. in the divisional matchup, that would be hilarious. Yeah, obviously,
1: we'd win the Saints easily. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, it's obviously the Giants. Uh, they've got the Bengals and the Cowboys to come. And I could possibly yeah. even see an upset against Cleveland. Because I don't think Cleveland have been yeah. that good. I mean, they only just beat the Jags. We'll chat about this. Uh, that game in a, in a second. So I mean, you, you're potentially looking at a seven and nine season, which is isn't too. Considering woeful. how we
1: started, mm. I think that's a very good um, kind of very good way to end it. Mm-hmm. We do have Seahawks next week, which will be a. Um... Or this week coming, mm-hmm. which will be a test of our defense because our defense hasn't been playing terribly. So, mm-hmm. and against um, such a good offense as the Seahawks, mm-hmm. I think it'll be really interesting to see how. I don't. I don't, I don't think we're going to win it, obviously, but I think yeah. it will be a good um, test of the defense to see how we go up against actually. It, decent offense as well or more than decent offense yeah so um, I think I, I honestly think we could go to six and ten so then nine mm-hmm. you know something like that um, and possibly make it to the uh, playoffs especially the way the Cowboys were playing I don't think they're up for contention really no
0: I, I kind of think it's between the football team the Washington football team and mm. and the Giants I, I kind of think the Eagles are Suck, yeah, <laughs> to the be Eagles, honest.
1: the Eagles aren't going anywhere. It's the same with the they're in kind of the same situation as Cowboys. Mm. They're not really winning games. Um, the,
0: th- the thing is for me, like the Giants and the Washington Football Team have been getting better, whereas mm. the Cowboys and the Cowboys have just been the same consistent level. Yeah, and I think yeah. the Eagles have been getting worse. Obviously, they got off to a pretty good start. Like they've had those three wins for a long time now. Whereas you think about yeah. the Giants, like the last three games have been wins for them. So I think it's they're definitely improving. Um, it was an interesting game that Eagles Seahawks won because like the score doesn't really do it justice seventeen twenty three Eagles set uh, Seahawks Seahawks got that win making them eight and three Eagles now three seven and one and obviously like if I were the Seahawks I'd kind of expect to have beaten the Eagles by more and obviously yeah. the Eagles got a hail mary in the in the final dying minutes didn't they to kind of make it and then mm. went for went for two didn't they so they kind of made it. Going from twenty three nine, I think it was to twenty three seventeen, something like that. But I mean, what did you make of that one?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think the same. I think the Seahawks should have won that by a lot more. But, um, I think it's the same thing we've been saying for the last uh, however many weeks. The Seahawks have been winning, but it's never convincing. And mm. um, this is that kind of same thing again. The Eagles didn't. The Seahawks are such a better team than the Eagles. At twenty three seventeen game, when you're playing your stars like Carson, Metcalf, um, Lockett it should be a lot it should have been a lot higher scoring, it should have been closer to what the Washington Cowboy game was mm-hmm. so um, yeah, uh, Eagles they're just, they're just a woeful team at the moment yeah. Carson Wentz is the most sacked quarterback in football Um He's not. He's not playing good at all. Do you keep him next season? Or? I.
0: I thought. I actually thought he played a little better this week. <laughs> I don't think. I still I, don't think he's been playing well. Comparatively
1: to how he's been playing last. Yeah. Um. Kind of few games. Then yeah. Um. They were swapping him out with Jalen Hurts a bit as well, weren't
0: they? I. Yeah. I keep him if I'm the Eagles because I don't think he's the main issue that they've got right now. I think if you get a better O line, because if he's sacked all the mm. time, that's not his fault necessarily. And you just need some talent. Like they've suffered so much with injuries. If you get some good wide receivers to throw in the ball, obviously they don't have Alshon Jeffrey or Nelson Aguilar anymore, do they?
1: Mm. Well, what happened to Jeffrey? Is he out? Is Jeffrey there? Yeah, he's still there. Oh, is field. he just injured? Yeah, he's yeah. been injured the first half of the season. I think he's played a couple games, but um, he's not not at the level they w- he was a couple seasons ago.
0: Yeah, and I mean obviously you've got Miles Sanders, who who's only yeah. going to get better, and he's still obviously a very good running back. I think. Carson Wentz isn't the biggest issue for the Eagles right now, so I think keep him for yeah. another season at least, and then and then see what happens. But I mean, yeah. speaking of Nelson Agholor, then so he's gone to the Raiders. They have, they've kind of been disappointing. They kind of got really competitive. They're on like a six and three record, I think it yeah. was. But they've had two losses on the trot now, and one of these losses was to the Falcons, forty three points to six. That's quite a sting in the tail for them.
1: Yeah, again, that was the uh, scoreline we'd predict from the Seahawks Eagles, mm. and um, for the the Falcons to put forty three. That's that's the kind of offense they have. They have mm-hmm. some really good offense. I think their wide receivers really showed out. Um, Ridley, Gage, and Julio Jones, and they played well. I think I think they played well in the Raiders. Actually, they just they're a good team. They they've proven they're a good team. Mm. I'd say getting off to six and three, but lost two on the row now. Um, the last one that was fair, but they just haven't been playing well. Um, I need to put up six points, and was that even a touchdown or was that two field goals?
0: I I think it was two field goals. Um, uh, that, that's
1: disappointing from the Raiders. I think I think you, you should really try to look at yourself there, because with such a strong start and um, to beat the Chiefs, I think that was kind of their their peak, and they haven't been as yeah. good since.
0: I think that's the thing. Like their their offense started so well, hence you yeah. know beating the Chiefs, etc. But I think they're running out of steam. I think we said mm. that last week or a week ago, didn't we? That, that that offense is running out of steam. I think
1: it really
0: is. Derek Carr, it's so annoying, right? So I dropped him for one week. I had him. I had him. had him in my team. He scored yeah. me like one point in my fantasy team. So I dropped him. He played well the week that I dropped him. I signed uh, Lamar <laughs> Jackson, who gets COVID. I'm like, fine. I'll just I'll just get Derek Carr back. Get Derek Carr back. He scored me like zero point something points this week again. I just ah. Uh. <laughs> I hate my fantasy team this year. Yeah. It's it's they're 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 driving me insane. But um, we're not going to reflect too much on that because <laughs> I lost again. So did you did you win this week, K? No, no, I, I lost, lost again. You know. I think if we can just generally assume that Kay and I this se- this season, because we know we we've had good seasons, that mm. we're just going to lose this majority yeah. of the games for the rest of the season. So if you're wondering I think how, how we get how it goes. Mm, <laughs> Yeah, listeners at home, if you're wondering how we're getting on the fantasy, don't bother. We're not doing very well. We're not winning. <laughs> no, so that's why
1: it's not. We don't talk about it too much. It,
0: it could have been so good. It could have been. Oh, it could have yeah, been amazing. Kay, me and Kay on top of the top of the table. Uh, it would have been it absolutely week. unreal. Probably even have a jingle for it. For, for yeah, our, we if we right. were actually doing well. But um, that's not happening. But so instead, we're going to talk about some touchdowns.
1: You're listening to Let's Talk Touchdowns, a podcast by Kay Ryan Hines and Morgan Edwards.
0: Okay, so it's that time of the week where Kay and I talk to you about our touchdowns of the week. And I think I might go first. Yeah, I was right going to say you
1: go first. I, I might what go first. Tell me tell me what your touchdown of the week
0: is. My favourite touchdown of the week was Ronald Jones' touchdown. Did yeah. you see that? So he got... Uh, Ronald Jones, the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's running down the line and is like tiptoeing with the sideline, and like they had to zoom in all the way to see if his foot touched the white of the like line. A little or...
1: hurdle as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. Tiptoeing down the sideline. Such agility and such pace, but managed to the balance you've got to have yeah. to be able to run at that speed, and the awareness of knowing exactly where the line is. I think I think that just takes so much skill. So for it me, does. that was the uh, that was my touchdown for the week. What about you?
1: Yeah, that was um, that was mine and. Uh... Or it was tied with Jamal Williams' touchdown, or Chris Carson's touchdown, mm-hmm. which I think were um, similar. They're just absolute powerhouses, just um, kind of ran their way into the end zone, just um, breaking tackles, just out pure strength. And it was mm-hmm. it was really nice to see, to be fair. Um, so yeah, I think those were my touchdowns of the week. But I think Ronald Jones' touchdown was the best for me.
0: Mm. I mean, obviously you got there was a seventy-five-yard touchdown pass from uh, Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Kill, wasn't there? Because mm. I think Tyreek Kill like had like two hundred <laughs> yards in the first quarter or something. It else. was at two
1: hundred and three. I think the record was two hundred and nine or something. Yeah, so it was really close.
0: Insane. But I had a, I had a stat, and this just goes to show like how good Mahomes is. I, mm. That it was that was the longest pass from Mahomes this year. And I was really surprised by that. Like, it shows how good he is when you're surprised that he's only had one 75-yard yeah. passing touchdown. Um,
1: I think I'll just to speak to the, the receiving core as well. It's just absolutely phenomenal.
0: Mm, yeah, without a doubt. But yeah, they were our touchdowns for the week, so be sure to go check those out. But now we're just going to jump straight back in. I think we're just going to reel off a couple of scores if that's okay with the Because
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: I mean, the Vikings-Panthers, that was an interesting one, 28-27. I think the Vikings just nabbed that victory. Just um, about. Just about <laughs> nabbed that victory. As well as Buffalo's 27 victory over the 17-point scoring Chargers. Uh, so the Bills now on 8-3 and three, and the Chargers now on 3-8. and eight. That was interestingly Buffalo's first win against the Chargers since 2008, which is kind of surprising, actually.
1: Mm.
0: But a game that I would quite like to talk about is the Colts-Titans game. What was the score, Kay?
1: Yeah, the Colts Titans forty five to uh, twenty six in favor of the Titans. Um, Titans are just on another level, and I think they made the Colts look a bit sorry for themselves. Mm. Um, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, um, AJ Brown. I think AJ Brown had a really good week again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just amazing. Uh, Titans are doing something amazing.
0: Really. I think what's was quite crucial for me here with this game is the fact that Derek Henry played well from the start. Yeah, like we often see the the Titans start quite slowly and then they kind of build up and then that's how they beat the, the Ravens, wasn't it? It's like yeah. they, they started slowly, but then Derek Henry just kept getting into the game more and more and more as the game went on.
1: And with the Seahawks, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, whereas this game... I think he was he scored a touchdown in the first quarter, didn't he, to make it seven yeah. nil and I think from then on there's like this there's no stopping him and I think yeah. we've said how kind of inconsistent this Titans team is, but when they're when they're firing on all cylinders they're they're scary.
1: Which to be fair they have been doing for the past couple of weeks, haven't mm. they? And um as you said, uh, Derek Doc they Derek is known throughout the league or um really comes into his own in the second half so when he is in when he is into his own in the first um half then you see what the score is it's 45 to 20, 28 or 26 sorry mm-hmm. and um it's it just goes to show like something is really working there and it's nice it's um it's working in their favor
0: yeah definitely and talking about things working then the Broncos Saints another victory for the Saints I think it's what, eight in a row now we love to see it yeah. the Saints are on nine and two
1: interesting interesting game though because uh, <laughs> take
0: it away Kay. tell us about it
1: <laughs> well was it three of the Broncos uh quarterbacks all three or all I think
0: four? it I think it was even four so I think it was Drew Locke and then yeah. all three of the backups
1: <laughs> yeah all four all four of the uh quarterbacks for the Broncos um ruled out due to COVID and Broncos wanted to have a bye week NFL said no, he <laughs> could play on. So um, they had to draft a... Well, did they already draft him or was he... Um, he was in
0: the training squad, so they had, they uh, they promoted him up to the act- active roster.
1: A wide receiver who played quarterback in high school, was it? But then think, was dropped?
0: Yeah, something like that. Dropped high school or college or, or... Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then he played and... Um, well, it, it went as you expected. It went uh, in the Saints' favour. Um, I was texting Morgan on the uh, game day because <laughs> they started off with direct snaps to Philip Lindsay. didn't even start a quarterback for a lot of the plays in the first half. And then mm-hmm. when they're... Uh, new quarterback came in he got absolutely dropped by a Saints O-line or D-line sorry yeah and um but it was interesting as well because the Saints went off to a really slow start considering the Broncos were so sorry for themselves Mm. they um did they score in the first quarter I can't remember
0: I can't actually remember but I think the Broncos defense played well and like kept them it had to yeah not in contention but I think it was kind of like the Broncos defense like oh okay we really need to step yeah, up, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: and to be fair they did for a bit, but you can only take so much when you don't you like it's the mentality of not having a quarterback. It's like not having a goalkeeper. It's mm. equivalent, um well what do you do there? Do you just accept the loss or do you fight for it? And to be fair they did fight for it for a bit, but yeah. it's just that. You can't you literally can't fault them because they have not they haven't got a quarterback. So it was it was it was unfortunate for the Broncos, but it's yeah. not like they were in um, like any winning position or yeah. a good position, so it's not um, it's not a heavy loss.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think I think Kendall Hilton, this this wide receiver who played quarterback, I think he deserves so much respect. There, like, obviously, it was never going to go well. hundred percent. But. Like the balls you've got to have to step up into that position and play. He never have. He never even trained. He never had a, had a snap as a, in the training yeah. as quarterback. You know, and just to come in and I think he only had like two or three completions. Um, but it just goes to show how hard it is to be a quarterback in this league. Like, yeah. obviously, we the Saints have essentially got a backup quarterback as it is Taysom Hill, and people say, oh, he can't throw the ball, but like he can he just he might not, not you know you know he might not be Drew Brees, but Taysom Hill is still a fantastic quarterback cuz look how hard it is to come into this league yeah, and just try and be a quarterback you know i think what what made me laugh though was the commentators but when it was like in the red zone the saints had the ball and it was obviously snapping to Taysom Hill Taysom Hill was is the, the quarterback at the minute for the saints and the commentators were like just don't do anything stupid like <laughs> you just got to you, you just got to make this play yeah. and uh yeah, but I think Latavius Murray's still kicking. He's he's keeping defences on us. I think he got two touchdowns, didn't he? So
1: Yeah, he did. He's, um, especially over... Did Kamara get any this week?
0: I don't think so, no. Um, but,
1: um, Latavius Murray's just... I think he's re- he is really good because mm. Kamara's... Um, <laughs> on the level, he is—he's insane. I think it's quite easy to overlook. um Latavius Murray. Every time Latavius Murray comes into a game, he's making those plays. He's scoring touchdowns. So I—I mm-hmm. I really like um, Latavius Murray. Obviously, Command's better, but I, I really like um, Latavius Murray. I think can um, to do it, it would be like stupid to let him go mm-hmm. the same way they let Mark Ingram go. So I think um, I think to be fair. In my opinion, Latavius Murray could be a starting quarterback or starting running back. But mm-hmm. I don't want to see him leave the Saints just because I like that um, tandem running backs. Um, mm-hmm. So I ho- I do hope they keep him. I hope they pay him um, and just respect him. But uh, yeah, with Kamara, I don't know if he'll stay just because mm-hmm. you're not going to start with Kamara.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, we've the, the brands have showed that obviously having dual a running back threat is working you know they they won this game this week against the jags and they're on 8 and 3 struggled though it was a bit of a struggle and i think for them it's like it, it they're it's a, they're a weird 8 and 3 team aren't they the brands yeah, like
1: it's it's a really weird team
0: <laughs> they're the first time they're on eight, on 8 wins since i think it's 2006 2007 <laughs> first time we've had 8 wins so it's you know, they've got to be considered contenders. I mean, there's plenty of teams out there that don't have eight wins. Like, a win's a win at the end of the day. Yeah. And... But,
1: yeah, what you you saying, sorry? <laughs> no,
0: I was going to say that. And the Jags, you know, they haven't, they've not only won one game this season, but they're not pushovers, you know. They saw sort of, the sort of Steelers last week play them, and, you know, obviously the Steelers won, but it wasn't the easiest victory on the yeah. calendar for them.
1: Well, would you say uh, the Jags 1-10 is a harsh record then? It doesn't really reflect what the, how they I
0: don't. I don't think it's harsh because I don't think they've had what it takes to win. But I think it's harsh. I think the one win is accurate. I think the 10 losses isn't, if that makes sense. And I know yeah. that's not how it works, but it's kind of like... Yeah, no, I get what you mean. They've been close and contenders in a lot of their games. And I think 1-10, yeah. in 10, they're a better team than 1-10. in 10. The thing is, they're a better team than 1-10. But then if you think about the the teams in the leagues that are actually better than... Sorry, that actually worse than them, I think. Jets, probably the only team that are worse than the Jags right now. Obviously, the uh, Jets on 0 and 11 lost to the Dolphins this week, you know. So,
1: do the Jets suck?
0: The Jets suck. Uh, They (laughs) suck again. They had a period where they didn't suck when they were playing in their (laughs) black kit that I still really want to buy. Um, But yeah.
1: yeah, Morgan's still a Jets fan.
0: I'm still deep down a Jets fan. (laughs) But yeah, so they obviously lost to the Dolphins this week. Um, Yeah. Miami have allowed three total points to the Jets this season. So obviously they played twice, they beat them, uh, and conceded zero points the last time they played them, and only three this time. So interesting. Mm.
1: I just want to go back to the Browns-Jags game, but because uh, as, as you said, the Browns don't—they don't feel like an eight-three team, and no. they're. Baker Mayfield, he's playing okay. Um, I don't know how they win the games, to be honest. <laughs> Jarvis Landry played really well. I think it's down to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, eight and three. I, I, I don't know. They don't feel like an eight and three team. They haven't been winning convincingly enough for me to be an eight and three mm-hmm. team. Because over the last however many weeks, they they've only won by a couple of points and a couple of few points, mm-hmm. and it's really weird. That they're on eight and three just because we know them um, to be just as bad as the Jets.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, just, I wonder if they'll kind of like get found out later. I don't know. It's, it's the defense is good. Like Miles Garrett is is, is yeah, phenomenal, yeah. isn't he?
1: He's but, one I mean, of the best pass rushers in the league.
0: Yeah, exactly. But talking of teams then that have been found out, I mean the Bears. Remember when the Bears were yeah. on five and one, <laughs> and then they're on five yeah. and six, five losses yeah, yeah. on the trot. They got hammered by the Packers Absolutely this week, 41-25. Take us through that one, Kay. Um,
1: Trubisky came back in. Um, he, yeah. was, he was starting obviously Nick Foles is uh, they don't like Nick Foles there anymore and oh um, well, yeah I, I, saw,
0: I saw a funny meme it was like Broncos complaining about the fact that they don't have a quarterback playing for them but I mean the Bears have been doing it all season yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it was crazy yeah um, because you, you drop Mitch Trubisky early on in the season you, you obviously don't have faith in him you uh go to a fight and run record and you think oh this is it this is it you lose a couple games and you're like ooh yeah. and you lose a couple more games and you're like oh <laughs> you, uh, you go back to Mitch Trubisky hoping for something and obviously against the Packers you can't really hope for a lot but yeah, they they, they they did not... Des- I, don't, I don't know that they were a 5-1 team, and obviously they're not. They're now a 5-6 team, which mm-hmm. is more like the Bears. But um, Packers are just... they on the level again.
0: Yeah, I mean, when they when they click... Again, another, kind of like the Titans, like a bit of a hit and miss sometimes, yeah. but when, they, when they're firing on all cylinders, they're, they're a dangerous team to play. Yeah,
1: Aaron Rodgers is just doing bits. He mm-hmm. um, he had a really good game. Um, and
0: Devontae hey, Adams, Antonin... Yeah. Just yep. both phenomenal players. Valdez,
1: Scantley, and yes. um, they have a new uh, wide receiver as well. well. I can't remember if he's new, but he's, he hasn't played that much. I can't remember mm. his name, but he had a game as well. Yeah, um, was
0: it Lazard? Is Lazard back yet?
1: Um, I
0: don't think I th- Lazard's, I don't Lazard's think back so. yet. There wasn't no.
1: that. That must be why there was some. Uh, I think it was 19 or mm. someone. But um, it just shows, yeah, have a really deep um, wide receiver core and. Um, mm-hmm they're all just as good as each other. Well, it's better than understand. Devontae Adams is unreal. Yeah. and um, But yeah, and then they have their two running backs as well. So the Packers are doing bits. They mm-hmm.
0: are definitely contenders for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, we'll chat about how the teams are getting on later on in, in the playoff uh, picture. But for now, we've got one final game before we move on to our predictions for the week. So that's the Rams 49ers. Uh, we don't talk about these two teams very often. We I think every day. this is kind of an interesting one. I mean, the Rams what, they were second in the NFC last week and now they've yeah. got this loss to the 49ers. But we were saying, weren't we, like, the 49ers got, like, one or two players back, like Richard Sherman's back, for example, and yeah. they just look so much better now that they've got... I mean, I think we've been hard on them considering how many injuries they actually had.
1: Yeah, and um because we, re- we remember them as uh, that Super Bowl team that went on an unreal season. They had an mm-hmm. absolutely mad season and um, they had an unprecedented number of injuries coming in and out. And um, yeah, so this season, is just for them to get their injuries out of the way, get back to how they were playing and we'll have to see what they're like next season. But as you said, we have been hard on them considering how many yeah. injuries. If any other team got um, that many injuries, I think they would be on a lot worse record than mm-hmm. five and six. Yeah, so, um, that's a good point. Considering how... I mean, the injuries they got five and six so was extremely respectable so um, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's interesting
0: proving that that NFC West is such a, a such a tight division isn't it um, it is but now we're going to move on to our
1: predictions for the week Th- that's a wild card
0: that is a heart. wild card I'm going to have heart. to justify that one, I'm going to have to justify that you're right it's going to be the package it's going to be the package it has to be it's, it has there's to no be.
1: doubt about it
0: the Cowboys are going to win every other game after this one, but they're going to lose this
1: one. No, I'm, I'm not sure about I'm that no. Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week.
0: Okay, so that's that time of the week where Kay and I tell you guys how we got on with our predictions for the week, and inevitably Kay is them better than me again. So it's my turn to pick... The three games uh, for this week, one of which was was the uh, Steelers-Ravens game, which only happened last night. It's meant to happen on Thanksgiving. It's so kind of like almost pretty much a week delayed, so we'll just jump yeah, in with that one, may that. as well. Well, it's fresh in the memory, because it happened last night. Steelers got that victory, 19 points to 14. And i just like to say, right, I went with the Ravens under the assumption that Lamar Jackson was going to be playing. And he got COVID, so he's not. But... The Ravens, without Lamar Jackson, still played pretty well. So I'm not, again, not too disappointed about this. But obviously, you know, 19 points to 14. Another close game, what, five points between them. There was yeah. four points between them the last time they played. 28-24, if I recall correctly. But, I mean, this Steelers team, I'm starting it's... to think they're going to be undefeated. I'm starting to yeah. realise it now, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think, I'm not sure, even if they had... Um... Jackson that they would have won just because of how well the Steelers played that Mm. game. Um, I think the Steelers' offense played just as good as their defense, which is um, it's not usually that way around. The Steelers' defense plays a lot better than their offense, Mm. and um, it just allows their um, offense to score more points. But... um, yeah, the Steelers' offensive and defence played amazing, and obviously they got that win mm-hmm. against the uh, Ravens' defence, which isn't terrible at all. Yeah. And um, only allowing them to 19 points just goes to show, um, especially because I said the Steelers' offence plays well, mm-hmm. it just goes to show how good the Ravens' defence is. But it's it's sad to see the Ravens on 6-5. and five, you
0: know? Yeah. I mean, they'll be better. They'll get better. I think it's difficult because, I mean, the Browns are above them still, and we'll chat about that in, in the playoff picture mm. coming up. I don't think they deserve to be six and five. I mean, they do and they don't. Like, they haven't been playing that well, but the talent on their team. Uh, I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, you're bound to lose when you when you've got the best team in the league right now, and you're playing yeah. them twice a season.
1: That's like, two losses. That's
0: two losses in the bag. You know, and then a couple of other games. Um, it's inevitable that I think they played the
1: did they play the Chiefs quite early yeah, on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they played Chiefs. So well, you know, if you're playing the Chiefs anyway, it's another loss.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think. They'll, I think they'll still make the playoffs. I think they'll just scrape in on a wild card. Um, but yeah, I mean, Steelers are, are phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. And I think Bills are probably now the only team that can beat them, I'd say. Uh, looking at the schedule for ahead, I can't... I think I, uh, we, we decided, wasn't it, the Ravens and Bills are probably the only teams yeah. left. Um, so Because yeah. they're
1: playing like the Browns or something, aren't they? Yeah. So, or a team like that. So. I
0: imagine so. I mean, they're the same, same division, aren't they? So Yeah.
1: Yeah, we said... as. Yeah, we said it would have been the Browns or Bills. Mm-hmm. And I um, don't know, the Bills, the Bills have been playing all right, so mm. we'll see. The Bills could be the one to give them a loss, but I don't see it being any of the other teams in the league that they have to play left.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, Kate, you got that prediction right and I got that one wrong. Um, as I always do. As, as you, always Yeah, do. as you always do. And we may as well go for the next one that... I mean, both of us got this one right, I think... Yeah. Just whack a Chiefs game in there every week, and <laughs> then I'll at least get one right a week. So the Chiefs beat the Buccaneers in in a fantastic matchup. Absolutely um, insane. Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, the old guard versus the new. Patrick Mahomes, he's had three three hundred plus first yards. Sorry, first half yards. So. Three, on three occasions, he's thrown for 300-plus yards in the first half. And in the rest that's of the NFL, insane. only 2 that's only happened two times combined in the other quarterbacks. So that's it's phenomenal. That's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Tony Romo was commentating on that game, and he made a really interesting point about Tom Brady's arm strength. It's been something yeah. that we've been kind of debating recently, is like, does he actually have what it takes to, to yeah. throw it down the field? And, he, and Tony Romo was saying, Tom Brady hasn't lost arm strength. He just never had to throw it deep long before. Yeah, so that trend. the Patriots they didn't really have many deep ball threats. A lot of their guys were in the middle, like twenty yards ahead of them. They just they like grind attritional yeah. plays, just like especially working if you have um,
1: Gronkowski uh, he's mm-hmm. not he's not gonna get down the field in forty yards, um, mm-hmm. like a few seconds. He's gonna get 20, 30 yards in a few seconds. Yeah. So as you said, there's no need to throw deep.
0: Exactly, whereas now compare that to this Bucks offense that's got Mike Evans, Chris Godden and Antonio Brown, three of the top, i say, three of the top 12 wide receivers in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. And they're all deep ball threats. Like, Tom Brady's, <laughs> his arm strength is being tested and I think that's why we're trying... We're starting to see a, a few kind of holes in it. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, and tra- uh, there was one play where... Um... Brady had a wide receiver wide open. used uh, the wide receiver left the defensive backs in the dust, and uh, Tom Brady underthrew it. And mm. even if that was your route, if you Tom Brady knows that that is a, a touchdown, he had no one in front of him. So you throw it as deep as you can to get um, as much separation. But and you know your wide receiver right, was going to um, catch it because there was so much space between him and the. Um, defensive players. But Tom Brady just opened a three and he he got first down but it was it was a twenty yard pass. That could have been a thirty yard pass and a touchdown.
0: hmm Yeah, without a doubt. So Patrick Mahomes outclassed Tom Brady in that game, I I reckon. Uh, so the Chiefs got the victory. And both Kay and I got that one right, thank thank the Lord that I got at least one right this week. Um <laughs> Because we both got the next one wrong, quite a quite a shock that, loss for the Cardinals. They lost to the Patriots, twenty points to seventeen. What do you make of that one?
1: Um, I was saying to you, the Patriots they didn't play well. Um, Cam Newton did not play well at all. No. Um but the Cardinals didn't help themselves. They they could have put forty past the Patriots the way they were playing, but the, um, they just they mm-hmm. haven't been firing um, enough. Haven't been firing off the way they have been the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots, uh, I don't see Cam Newton staying there next season. Um,
0: no, I think they only signed him for one year contract yeah, anyway. So but they're not going
1: to renew it. <laughs> yeah, basically. why would you? Yeah, but um, yeah, I, the Cardinals. I I don't think they deserve to win, but um, I don't think the Patriots deserve to win.
0: No, obviously it was a, it was a game-winning field goal, fifty yards, wasn't it? Yeah. As time as time expired, kind of a sting in the tail for Kyler Murray. I think he'll be disappointed mm. with that. I mean, he's got some, some perhaps game management kind of experience to build up. There's no doubt that he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah. Um, but that
1: just comes with, like, years in the league. Yeah. And I think we, we forget it. it's only a second year, isn't
0: it? Yeah, second year. And again, we'll talk about uh, how these teams are getting on in, in the playoff picture later on. So it's not it's not all doom and gloom for the Cardinals, but, I mean, two losses on the trot now, because they lost the Rams last week, I think, didn't mm. they? Was that yeah, last week or did. two weeks or something? But, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, Uh, they lost to the Seahawks as well.
0: Yes, they did. They did Um... Um, another
1: close game, but I think that um, those losses on a trot it um, kind of affects the team, Mm -hmm. the mentality. um, We with a a seasoned quarterback, you can bring that morale up. You can bring um, your team back to get another victory. Mm -hmm. But again, it just comes with experience. Um, you you have to a quarterback's is the captain of both the offence mm. and defence and needs to uh lead the team and mm-hmm. um it just comes with experience in a league like you yeah. get losses. Every loss for um Kyler at the moment is a new loss. Um I know he played last season but like this mm-hmm. is his season to come into it. And every team he plays it's a new loss. It's a new um kind of way to then come back and um he just needs to kinda of get that um under his belt, like mm-hmm. get the loss and then come back, get the loss and come back. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it will just have to um, wait and see.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think the good thing about, you know, young quarterbacks is is the resilience, you know, is, yeah. is that they'll bounce back. They're energetic guys, you know, they're ready to prove themselves. So we're not worried about the Cardinals, are we? Um, oh, no. Nah. So that was two predictions from three right for UK and just one for me again, <laughs> which means you're now edging ahead even further. Um, I've got it written down 23 for 37. I think that's right. 23 for 37.
1: I just know I'm in lead.
0: Yeah, I, that's all that matters, really. I'm on 14 for 37. I'm, I'm miles behind. Uh, but, Kay, it's your turn to pick the three games. So, so shoot, what are they?
1: Are you ready, Morgie?
0: I am ready. I am not going to get them right, but I'm ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so for the first game, we have Detroit Lions versus Chicago Bears. Mm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. 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 Good one. Um, who are you going to go for? Because the thing is about this one is the amount of times you've picked the Bears and been disappointed, the amount of times I've picked the Lions and been disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like we're just going to follow suit again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I I don't know. Even though I said Matt Stafford didn't play well, the Bears, um, they're not playing well, especially if Mitch Trubisky's back in.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, the Lions offense. Now I'm going to go Lions because I think we saw it with the Falcons, didn't we, that as soon as their head coach got sacked, they won their their first game of the season or whatever it was. So I kind of think, you know, this Bears defense is still decent, I think. But I mean, the Lions are a little bit more complete. Complete in the sense of their offense and their decent defense are okay. Like, they're not a fantastic team. Hoping that, you know, their offense uh, kind of outshines the Bears defense. I, I think I'll go Lions.
1: Yeah, um, my gut is kind of is kind of going towards the Lions, to be fair, mm. but I want to go opposite you, because I think we might go the <laughs> same for the next one, so I think go, go Chicago Bears. Uh, okay. I'm not happy with it. But,
0: um, yeah, I'm know. not happy with my decision, which means that <laughs> if you've got someone different, that's, mean that, that's who's going to win, really, isn't it? But uh, We'll stick with it. I'm going Lions, you're going Bears. What's the next one? Right,
1: the next one is Los Angeles Rams versus Arizona Cardinals. Oof.
0: Um, hmm. so I think Sean McVay has probably beaten the Cardinals every single time he's played them yeah. hasn't he because I mean the yeah. Cardinals were rubbish until this year yeah. um, so Sean McVay has never lost to the Cardinals I believe that's really interesting I think both of these teams need a win because they've both lost games this week they're both vying essentially for that second spot in that NFC West aren't they with the Seahawks yeah. up front who are you going to say?
1: Um, I think based on how the Cardinals have been playing the last few games might have to go to the Rams I, I can see it being an mm-hmm. upset though I can mm-hmm. see the Cardinals taking it but just how the Rams are on seven four. The Cardinals haven't been playing the last playing well the last um, couple of games they've had. I I I really like the Cardinals, but I think it has to be the Rams for me. They're they're doing it. Um, yeah. Offense and defense. So I think it's the Rams.
0: I agree. I think the difference between these two teams is that the Rams' defense is better. Yeah. yeah. So in tight games like this, it, it it's it's where it's going to be a close match. It's where it's going to be a cagey mm-hmm. match. I think. I mean, you know, points could be scored. And that, you know both these offenses are fantastic, but I think the Rams, I don't know, have a bit more to prove. I'd say in this mm. game, kind yeah, of they yeah. don't want to be like usurped by this Cardinals team. So I'm going yeah. to go Rams. Sean McFay is obviously for me top five coach in the league. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Rams as well.
1: Yeah, I uh, I thought that. Mm. I think it'll be. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the end of time. I'll be mm-hmm. I'll be surprised if it's a blowout more than one um, touchdown in either way. Mm-hmm. But um, I can see it being I, either team could easily win it but as as you said I think the Rams have more to prove and yeah. I think that'll take it away and okay. then uh, this last one we have New England Patriots versus LA Chargers so both LA teams in predictions this week
0: Ooh. interesting uh, obviously because we were kind of slating <laughs> Cam Newton yeah. and his Patriots and I think Justin Herbert's played well for the Chargers like the three wins for them doesn't kind of reflect how they've been playing. Mm. Um, I might go charges, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go charges based on how poorly the yeah. Patriots played this this week. I I was really disappointed with how they played. Um, I think we say it nearly, uh, nearly every mm-hmm. week. Patriots have not been playing well. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go charges. Just mm-hmm. basically, <laughs> I'm not saying charges are better team per se but i just don't think the patriots have it in them to win it
0: no i agree i think we'll both go Chargers for that one then so that makes it uh, we've gone for the same team twice so we've mm. both gone for um who do we go for we we'll beat we both gone for the Chargers Ram, to beat the Patriots. Uh, Chargers versus patriots uh, rams to beat Chargers. The cardinals mm-hmm. yeah and uh
1: Detroit Lions versus Chicago Bears. Yes, we
0: went for different teams on that one, didn't we? You've gone for the Bears, I've gone for the Lions. Neither of us are happy about those decisions. (laughs) So yeah, listen to to episode 14 next week to see how we get on with those. Okay, so they were our predictions for the week then, which means we're moving on now to the playoff picture. This is where Kay and I run you guys through how these teams are getting on. (laughs) The AFC versus the NFC. Who will make it to the Super Bowl? You're listening to The Playoff Picture with Kay and Morgan on Let's Talk Touchdowns. Okay, so Kay, would you like to do the AFC or the NFC this week?
1: Um, I think I did AFC last week, so you can have the uh, AFC if you want.
0: I'll go the AFC, let's go for it. So, uh... Obviously, Steelers still on the number one seed at 11-0, having beaten the Ravens this week. The Chiefs, number two seed, 10-1. and one. Now, the Titans, interestingly, now up to seed three and the Bills seed four. So both of those are on eight and three. They get the tiebreak over the Bills based on their head-to-head percentages because the Titans beat the Bills, I believe. Um, seed five, then, are the other eight and three team, the Browns, weird eight and three team, though I'm not sure if yes. they'll stay at that fifth seed. Uh, a nice inclusion of, for the Dolphins uh, there for 7-4. and A better win percentage over the AFC rivals in the Colts, who are also on 7-4 and in that 7th seed position, which now means that the Ravens are have been relegated to in the hunt. I mean, they're still in it. I mean, they're on 6-5. and five. Uh, The Raiders are also on 6-5. and five, and The Patriots five and 6 So they're the three teams that can kind of come in. I don't think the Patriots will. I think it's going to be between the Raiders, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins and Colts. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit last week, didn't we? And then we've also got another addition to our mathematically eliminated section, um, the Jags on 1 and 10. They cannot mathematically make it to the playoffs. Interesting matchups there. I think Chiefs would beat the Colts, no Easy. doubt. I think the Bills would beat the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Titans would probably beat the Dolphins, so it would probably yeah. be a quite a simple 1-4 to seed through that one. yeah I mean making it a, a, a Bills-Steelers uh, divisional matchup. Uh, divisional round in the playoffs I should say and Chiefs Titans probably making it a Chiefs Steelers probably making it a Steelers or Chiefs, well either one of those teams could be in the Super Bowl uh, Okay, give us your NFC roundup.
1: So Seed 1, no surprise it's the Saints 9-2 and Morky mm-hmm. uh, will be very happy with that one of course. Uh, Seed 2, we have the Seahawks they have the tie break um, over the Green Bay and strength of victory so they're in Seed 2 uh, seed 3 is the Packers 8-3 as well uh, Seed 4 love to see The Giants 4-7 <laughs> and seven. Um, What can I say Giants are just the best team in the NFC uh, Seed 5 we have the Rams 7-4 and four. Uh, Seed 6 books 7-4 and four. Seed 7 still the Cardinals 6-5 and five. Mm-hmm. Um, They're still in there mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see How they fared last half the season Last few games of the season um, in the hunt, we have the Vikings five and six, Bears five and 49 uh, is five and six. I don't see any of those teams no. um, coming into contention. I think it'll stay this way again. Uh, Giants, um, what, whichever see, whichever um, team is in the NFC mm-hmm. <laughs> East, is it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, whoever's on top is on top. So. Um, at the moment, it'd be the Seahawks versus Cardinals, and I'd say the Seahawks would have it. I think it'd be another close game, but the mm-hmm. Seahawks would have it. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, Packers versus Bucks, it's the Packers for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could go either way. Uh, another Tom Brady-Aaron Rodgers matchup. The, they, mm. the Bucks beat the Packers last time they played, I'm pretty sure. So, um, But no, yeah, I think for me, probably Packers. If they played tomorrow, I think the Packers would yeah. win that one.
1: And then... Uh, Giants versus Rams, it'd have to be the Rams to just
0: would. Oh sure, I reckon it could be the Giants. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> yeah, the Rams would make that one, which means uh Yeah, I mean your Giants might not make it. It might not end up playing my Saints in in, in, in the Super Bowl or not the uh, Super Bowl in the in the playoffs, but uh, if
1: it was uh Giants versus Cardinals, then they'd be in a bit of an upset, I think.
0: Mm, yeah, possibly. Quite possibly. Okay, that wraps it up. For the playoff picture then, that's how all these teams are faring after week 12. So yeah, be sure to check out a graphic that we've got on our Instagram account at Let's Talk Touchdowns, just to kind of clear that up a little bit because that's a lot of information for us to uh, to reel off to you guys. A lot, of teams. a lot of teams, a lot of numbers, a lot of tie breaks and wins and percentages and all that jazz. So if you just want some pretty pretty pictures and logos, be sure to go <laughs> check out. Uh, our Instagram account, Let's Talk Touch if you didn't know We have
1: an Instagram called Let's Talk Touchjams. We do.
0: We haven't plugged it enough, have we? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, be sure to check that out. We've got a beautiful picture of Kay on there as well. And a lovely um, picture of Morgan. Thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, now it's time to conclude, as we do each week now, with our power rankings. So this is where Kay and I kind of run you through our top five. And this is also where... We also have a graphic for this on our um, on our Instagram account every week. But I think I'll start, Kay, because yeah. mine's pretty un- mine's unchanged, essentially. But I definitely did have some things to think about. So, for me, the Steelers are still number one. I think if they'd lost to the Ravens, they'd have gone number two in the swap with the Chiefs. But they obviously got that victory. So, Steelers still number one for me. Chiefs, number two, no doubt. Saints, I don't even think it's biased now for me to say that the Saints mm-hmm. are the third-best team. I think they are. I mean, they're on nine and two. They've got the third-best record in the league. And they've won the last eight on the bounce. Like <laughs> it's pretty mighty, um, mighty performance by them. But this is the fifth seed is where it gets really interesting. So,
1: yeah.
0: Bills, Titans, and Packers for me. I think this is who it's. It's between those three teams. Um, I think the difference is I think the Titans and the Packers in the in this week played better than the Bills. But for me, I think the Bills are a more consistent team. Yeah, definitely. I think they're a more whole team. Like we've said, the Packers and the Titans, if they mess it up, then it's quite easy for them to mess it up. But when they play well, they play phenomenally. Whereas I think Bills still eke out these, these hard games. They're still putting the hard graft in and get those trickier victories. So I think, for me, the Bills are the fifth best team in the league. How about UK?
1: Um, I have changed my first seed to be honest with mm. you. I'm going Chiefs first because wow. of how insanely strong their offense is. I think even if you got a strong defense, your offense, uh, Chiefs' offense is the best in the league.
0: <sighs> Controversial statement. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, their offense is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. But you you've been saying the Steelers are going to go undefeated, and now you're saying the Chiefs yeah. are better than them.
1: They they will go undefeated, but I think the Steelers play are playing amazingly. They've slowed down their pace. They're still obviously unbeaten. Slowed down their pace, considering um compared to the first half, mm. and the Chiefs have they've kind of ramped up in the latter half of mm-hmm. the season, mm-hmm. and just based on how strongly they played. I don't see them losing another game either mm-hmm. and I think the Raiders was a bit of a blip mm-hmm. to be honest so that based on that based on that okay, I'm putting okay. the Chiefs first Steelers second um Saints third and then to be honest with you fourth and fifth it changes in my mind every time I look at it it's mm-hmm. between the Bills and the Seahawks mm-hmm. um I've got it written down here Bills 4th, Seahawks 5th, just because the Seahawks are a bit too inconsistent yeah. for me. And the Bills... Uh, it's hard, I, I don't know. It's either Seahawks, Bills, Bills, Seahawks. It's one of the two. I I'll, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's a tied 4th for me.
0: I agree. I think I obviously had the Seahawks at 4th as well, and, and, and the Bills 5th. So I think the Seahawks... I, yeah, the Seahawks, Bills, Titans, Packers, all of those teams kind of... Same, they're all an eight and three, I believe. So they could all um, switch it out on depending on how they get on next week and, and the following week. So be sure to check out our power rankings on the on the podcast, of course, and on our Instagram account every week. Um, wow, I can't believe I can't believe you've demoted the Steelers, but I mean, uh, it's justified. I, I'm not. I, it's valid. I think the Chiefs are phenomenal. I don't think they're going to lose a game for the rest of the season now. And what I can't wait for is the inevitable AFC. Game between the Steelers and Chiefs. Oh, I Won can't wait for it. Offense versus defense, insane. Yeah,
1: that is the like pinnacle of offense versus defense. Yeah, the best uh, defense in the league versus yeah. the best
0: offense in the league, no doubt. And I
1: think the uh, defense, oh, Chiefs' defense versus um, Steelers' offense, that's a pretty well matched, mm. um, well matchup as well. So to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a really low-scoring game, but one of the best games that's ever been yeah.
0: played. Okay, I'm so excited.
1: I'll be so sad if it's not that, but <laughs> I think if there's any, if anyone's going to mess it up in the playoffs, I think it's going to be the Steelers. Mm. I, I don't see them doing it, but between the Chiefs and the Steelers, if anyone's going to mess it up in the playoffs, it would be the Steelers for
0: me. Yeah, I think it's an interesting point. I think the Chiefs are, are less likely to mess it up, aren't they? Obviously, they won, they won yeah. the Super Bowl last year and they've been a phenomenal force to be reckoned with. So I think the Steelers not new to being good. They've obviously no, been good new. a long time. But I think and they
1: have Roethlisberger. He's played in the playoffs before. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so that wraps it up then for our Power Rankings and episode 13 of Let's Talk Touchdowns. We're, we're definitely into the latter half of this season now, so uh, be sure to keep listening to our podcast. We really appreciate everyone um, tuning in, listening, downloading the podcast. We absolutely love all of your support, um, and we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going through okay. all the way to the end of the season to... Find out who will be in that Super Bowl and who wins and lifts that Lombardi Trophy. So
1: seventh uh, of February. Seventh of
0: February. Mm. it's in my calendar already. from From now on, I'm going to put that in my calendar. And be like,
1: keep that look, Sunday free. Keep that, that Sunday, Sunday free. free. Take exactly. it off work if you have to. That Monday, exactly, the mm-hmm. It's going to be a late one, kids.
0: Exactly. But thank you very much for listening to episode 13. Uh, be sure to check us out. In episode 14, where again, we'll have our touchdowns, our playoff picture, our power rankings, all the usual. And uh, we'll catch you later. See you.